DCI Spring Training Coverage is presented by Digital Performance Gear and Winter Guard Tarps. From the parking lot. To the tunnel. Check it out. Have fun. Unleash. Let's go. To the 50-yard line. On the field. This is your field pass with DCI's Dan Potter. This is your field pass for Thursday, June 14th, 2018. And coming up. My hope is that um, everyone has an appreciation for how important these conversations are. Spring training goes to parade rest as the entire activity stops to consider issues of mutual care and respect. To take a pause and reflect on what really needs to happen going forward. We'll get the takeaway from the summit stage at Blue Coats Camp in Marion, Indiana. I'm hoping that it's a, a message of awareness and respect that they, they leave with. And then hit the road to check in with the cadets camp in Ada, Ohio. Their job is to be outrageously awesome. This is your field pass. Here's Dan Potter. You ready to run the animation? Yeah. Run the brand animation. We begin this time backstage at the Philippi Performing Arts Center at Indiana Wesleyan University, behind the scenes of the live webcast of an event that is unprecedented for drum corps, but not unfamiliar to corporations and universities. Drum corps across the country stopping what they were doing last Saturday to focus on just one priority, mutual care and respect. DCI Executive Director Dan Atchison and Board of Directors Chair Kathy Black led the nationwide closed circuit feed to members, staffs, and volunteers of DCI's World and Open Class Corps. The Bluecoats hosted the summit from their spring training, and they also provided the live audience. The event featured one of the nation's top legal experts on issues of safety and care, as well as the flip side of harassment and abuse. Her name is Julie Maselli. Colleges and universities have been focused on this issue um, uh, with laser-like attention since 2011, where um, some of the laws that uh, govern colleges and universities were reinterpreted to really make sure colleges and universities are focusing on this issue. So we've been dealing with it in my field for some time. With the Me Too movement and the banking, financial industry, tech, Congress and other industries, entertainment in California, we're seeing so many other industries needing to focus on this and they're doing trainings. Julie is with the Chicago firm Hush Blackwell, a member of their higher education group. Um, and the legal industry is no different. Uh, my own firm is doing training like this for every employee, every partner, every attorney within our firm. We're going through the same process as well because it's an important thing and it's good that the Me Too mov movement has brought our attention to this. Now, I don't want to retrace the comprehensive coverage of the summit that we've already posted at DCI.org, though I would really encourage you to check it out. Julie Maselli says she understands a lot of people are going to think they already know this information. My hope is that um, everyone has an appreciation for how important these conversations are. When I do these presentations, I know that there's a segment of my audience that may not feel that they should be there or that they need to be there. Um, but really, it really sends an important message to the entire community and every stakeholder who cares about an organization to go back and say, we are we are committed to this such that we're taking time out of our day to participate in training. So even folks who know these messages and other folks who may be new and need to uh, hear a little bit more messaging on this, um, I think that they can all benefit. And I'm hoping that it's uh, a message of awareness and respect that they, they leave with. 
When the summit broke up, I headed east. The cadets holding their spring training at Ohio Northern University, not too far away, Ada, Ohio. And uh, since the subject at hand has had a direct impact on their organization this year, I wanted to follow up with them. Unfortunately, I brought rain with me from Indiana, and I found Cadets Program Coordinator Drew Shanefield huddled with other staff, quickly coming up with a new game plan for the rest of rehearsal that day. We need to do, we could be cool, if we can get in that auditorium, we are golden. Is that still the eight to nine visual block with the horn line still? Thank you. Once that was settled, Drew had some time to tell me about how the members are coping with the challenges this year and a little about their 2018 production, The Unity Project. The Unity Project really, Dan, should work on multiple levels. At, its, at a surface level, at the drum for the drum corps fan, the show is about the trajectory or just the journey from disunity to unity. As, as clear as side one, side two, front field, back field, people in the form, people out of the form, music that connects, music that disconnects, and then over the course of over the course of the production, the show we literally see. Oh, now we are unified. And from what what started what started as something being rather disjunct or almost a juxtaposition of unexpected audio visual, uh, everything comes into focus and has a very kind of emotional climax. And we hope you know one of the thoughts one of the thoughts was with a unity project. It actually sort of alludes to the fact that there is. A journey. It's the show is just not about unity. Sometimes to appreciate one, you have to have the other. Do you know what I mean? So to have disjunction, to to acknowledge disjunction, then we have junction. But on second or third read, right? What absolutely. Should, what should I be feeling and saying? Absolutely. There is there there is this emotional connection of this core this year coming together after the spring after the the spring that we've had and. While the show, Dan, is not literally a show about the story of this organization's year that we've had together, I think it's worth acknowledging that there are obvious parallels that run with it. And the fact that if this show can provide some healing to kids, to provide some healing for the activity, for people from earlier generations of the activity, if it speaks to them, then, then that's terrific. However, the Cadets 2018, these members, this is not their show to be carrying a torch for, I don't know, for a movement. Carry, it's, it's not their burden to be, to be making the statement. Their job is to be outrageously awesome. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Wildly entertaining. The, the cadets that everyone kind of knows and loves. What is the morale like? What, what, is, what, what kind of tenor do you get from the membership from the performers right now in spring training focused galvanized um really with a, a common vision really, they, like the cadets are, are always going to be known as being one of the the real hard-working cores and you know the rehearsal schedule and and people like to tell the stories about how hard they work at what they do that hasn't changed but what feels different is that it feels like there's a shared energy and a shared purpose for every rehearsal. Everyone who's been around, who's stopped in in 2018 has said, wow, it feels so great here. Everyone's having fun. It feels good. People are, you know, the show's great. The kids are great. And we're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll take that. 
This is your Field Pass, the official podcast of Marching Music's Major League. Just how driven are the cadets' members this year? Drum Major Claire Pittman and Horn Sergeant Sarah Bowden backed up Drew Shanefield's assessment. I think everyone is definitely here to prove something. Um, I mean, for most people, this is their dream just to get to march in a place like this. And there's definitely a percentage of the drum corps who's, um, you know, they're out for a very specific point, And there's a part of the membership that's just out there to do great drum corps. Um, and I think that's what's really cool is that our show is a vehicle to unite the drum corps, but it's also something for the people who have been close to the center of this to kind of latch on to um, and just internalize a little more. But by far, I mean, this drum corps has more grit than any group I've ever been with. How's it feel in the line? In the line, oh, um, this horn line is absolutely the most resilient and unstoppable group of people um, I've ever been with. And I think when something like April and the events in April happens to your organization, you get this, you're at this critical point where you see the true nature of like how people really are and like how they really feel about your organization. And the day that that news broke, the Baritone section specifically was posting with each other. We were all calling one another like, I'm in, I'm here for this. Like, I want to be a cadet more than ever. And like, this is my home. I want to make this my home if they're a first year member. And to me, that really embodies the mission that some of these kids have out on the field and they live that out every day they get to be a cadet every day every moment and it's a decision for them to do that and i think that that's incredibly important to acknowledge that this is just a part of who they are and they get to live that out on the field through this show i didn't ask you was there a drop in membership were there members after april that whose parents or members themselves said i'm out no. As a matter of fact, um, after the news broke, we had a camp the very next day. Um, and we had a conference call as for staff and for members. And I used that word galvanized before. Everyone came together. The camp, the camp was unbelievably moving. Yeah. And we have not lost uh, one member. There's, there's always some spring attrition that happens, but not because of, not because of the events of the spring at all. Okay. What did your parents say? What did you think? What when it all happened? My dad is not a music person. I mean, he plays guitar in a local church band. And so from afar, I mean, I go to school at the University of North Texas, just graduated. And he's never been able to come up to see my concert. Like The only thing he's ever seen is like marching band and DCI stuff that I've done. And um, obviously, like he comes and volunteers on the truck. And he has such a large part in this organization, taking pictures and volunteering and like this is the only time that he gets to see me. And so the first thing he did when he saw the article, he called me and he was like, it would break my heart to see this event take something that I know is another part of your family and is something that like I can share with you away from you. And he was like, don't ever let outside circumstances stop you from seeing that like this is your family and like actions are gonna speak louder than any other words and your support and the fact that you're gonna stay there will mean more to all of those members, it will mean more to me. And my dad was like, I know I've raised you in a way that you can handle this. And I think more than anything, they need to know that they're gonna be okay because you will be. And that phone call to me was just like, yeah, like it was all, it all just like became clear to me that, oh, like, you know, things happen and life happens and not everything is super ideal and, you know, something of this nature is obviously just life-changing on so many levels, but 
how we deal with that and how we bounce back from that defines us, not the event itself. Cadets Horn Sergeant Sarah Bowden, Drum Major Claire Pittman, and Program Coordinator Drew Shanefield. The cadets are holding a community performance of their 2018 show, The Unity Project, this evening for anyone in or near Ada, Ohio. If you can't make it, DCI.org has a team there, and we will be posting coverage from that event in the coming days. This weekend, DCI Artistic Director Lee Carlson and I will sit down for a long talk about what last year's World Class Top 12 are putting on the field this season, and we will post that field pass just in time for the step-off of the 2018 Drum Corps International Tour, one week from tonight at Ford Field in Detroit and on hundreds of big screens at theaters across the country. I'm Dan Potter. I'll talk to you next week.